Please open your scriptures with me to Philippians chapter 3. For an opening passage of scripture to, to set our hearts and minds aright this morning. Philippians chapter 3. Our subject, you know, and every verse that is used, I hope, will serve that end, and that is the altogether loveliness of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. In Philippians chapter 3, our brother Paul has given a summary of his resume and pedigree as being a Hebrew of the Hebrews and a Pharisee of the Pharisees. Paul could have been one of the greatest rabbis in the history of Israel if he had continued from the feet of Gamaliel to a position of leadership among the Jews. He had great authority given to him by the Jews, even as a young man. But I want you to know what he said about all of it, of of a religious nature that he knew was serving the Lord Jehovah in many respects. But he had this to say, and I read to you verses 7 through 11. But what things were gain to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in Him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death, if by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Amen Amen and amen. Having listed his great accomplishments in the religion of the Jews down through the sixth verse and describing his character and his conduct being filled with zeal and blameless in the righteousness of the law, he said all of that amounted to nothing and he counted a total loss. And whatever could have been considered by men as a gain for him personally, he was willing to flush as dung for the knowledge of Christ Jesus his Lord. But he doesn't just merely say, for the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, he said, for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. There is a sublimity and beauty and glory and majesty and excellency about Jesus Christ that we, coming into this house, And sitting down this day had better have our hearts and minds prepared to seek it, to see it, to believe it, to embrace it, and to pursue it with all our might, as the apostle did. He tells us just a few verses later, in verses 15 and verse 17, be followers together of me, he said in verse 17. So when Paul describes himself as flushing, some very great gifts given to him by God through his parents and through his nation and through his abilities in the Jews' religion, 
He counts it all a loss, a total loss, that he might know Christ. And so in verse 7 we see those things that could have been to his gain. And I ask you this morning, what are you seeking for your gain? What are you doing to gain something in this world? Is it to gain friends, to gain a spouse, to gain a family, to gain professional advancement, to gain an increase in your financial portfolio? What are you seeking to gain? You should count it loss for the knowledge of Christ Jesus your Lord. The apostle did. And he tells us that in the seventh verse. Yea, doubtless. There was no doubt about the matter. There was no comparison in Paul's mind between the things of life that the world tells us are important. Our flesh agrees with the world that they are important. And the devil suggests those things as being important. We count them loss for Christ. And it's a choice that you make every day. And the reason we have church And the reason we come together like this is to be reminded by song, preaching, God's word, and praying that we would make the right choice about the priorities in our life. Paul counted all things but loss for Christ. And he said, there was no doubt about it, but I count them loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, his Lord, because all other things have known. They do not have that sublimity, glory, majesty, and worth and value that the knowledge of Christ Jesus has. And he says, I have suffered the loss of all things. All those things, I've lost them all. I ruined my career. I ruined my family relationships. I ruined my advancement. I ruined my income potential. I ruined my reputation. And I do count them but dung. He wasn't feeling sorry for himself, nor does he want you to feel sorry for him, that I may win Christ, that I may get all that I can of Jesus Christ, that I may pursue him and obtain him, that I might know more about him. As the 10th verse will tell us, I skip the 9th because I have no time to preach the text to you. He says in 10th 10th verse explaining winning Christ, that I may know him. And the power of His resurrection, the fellowship of His sufferings, and be conformable to His death. Those are different aspects of Jesus Christ. Part of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ that the Apostle Paul sought. And brethren, the question that you and I must answer. Does this passage describe us? Or are we still holding on to most of the things that are for our gain in this world, or some of them, one of them, or are we willing to count all but loss? Everything else is put in the shade. Everything else is made subordinate for the one great end of knowing Christ. Lord, help us to this end. One has departed from us who made Christ Jesus the great object of her life. And I appreciate those who communicated this week that they were convicted that they would live in such a way that they could die with such a legacy and such a reputation of making Christ so important. But here we have the inspired apostle laying out his life for us of what was important. And I pray that it will be our ambition 
to be like Him. And that we will have the same level of zeal like Him to flush everything that would might be gained for us, but would distract us or hinder us from learning of Christ, following Christ, and winning Christ as the Apostle had. Lord, help us. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy thrice holy name, O blessed God our Father. We thank thee for the gift of thy Son, the unspeakable, unfathomable gift of thine only begotten Son for us. And Heavenly Father, we pray that in the light of this text, we would be able and willing and zealous about counting all other things that might be to our gain in this world as loss and dung, that we might win Christ and that we might have a greater understanding and appreciation of the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus our Lord. Heavenly Father, our flesh rejects and despises Him. The world does the same, and the devil himself hates Him. O Lord, bless us by the power of Your Holy Spirit to overcome all three enemies, within and without, that we might seek Him who loved us and gave Himself for us and died for us and rose again for us and lives forever, making intercession for us. O Lord, help us and have mercy upon us. Forgive us our sins and our spiritual slothfulness. Forgive us our neglect of the high King of heaven and the lover of our souls that we substitute the love of men and women here in this world. O Heavenly Father, let us be worthy disciples of His who would hate all natural relationships, all natural and worldly possessions that they might win Christ, that they might know Him. Heavenly Father, help us. Blessed God, we pray for Your servants in every place. Heavenly Father, for every servant of Yours this day that comes before Your people and who says in word or thought or spirit that he is but a little child and does not know how to go out or to come in before Your people that you will give him the wisdom of Solomon and, yea, the understanding of our brother Paul in the New Testament Scriptures, that he might feed with knowledge and understanding those sheep under his care. Heavenly Father, make him great to open his mouth and to boldly make manifest the mysteries of the Gospel. And for every little sheep that is overwhelmed, confused, weak, lonely, and desiring to serve Thee better, but feeling the weight of their own sinfulness crushing their little hearts, I pray that those ministers will feed them and that they will be increased in strength and that they will be nourished under the sound of the gospel and strengthened. And, O Lord, that they might go forth in the power of Your might And that you will liberate their minds from doubt and fear and strengthen their faith and increase it. 
for your churches, we pray in every place that they'll be defenders, pillars of the truth of the gospel. Father, we thank you for our nation. We thank you for the liberties. We thank you for the prosperity that allows us to do things in service of your kingdom. We pray that those liberties will be maintained. And Heavenly Father, the ignorance, the political shenanigans, and all that goes on in high places, we pray that you would overrule it for the benefit of your people. That the sound of the gospel might still go forth out of this country and be heard in every land. And in those lands we pray that you would be with your saints and sheep there. Father in heaven, be with us in this assembly. We need thee, O Lord. We need thee every hour. And in this hour, we especially need thee. Open to us the pages of Scripture and let us see and delight in the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let us set aside all other things that are important to us and let us make the chief goal and portion of our lives the Lord Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, Himself. Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for every good thing and every act of faithfulness and mercy you show to us every day. Now be with us. We thank Thee for the precious Word of God that we have as an anchor for our faith, a light for our path. And Heavenly Father, it is more sure than any voice that we can hear from heaven. And we thank Thee for putting it in writing for us that we might know Thee, the only true God, and Your Son Jesus Christ, whom Thou hast sent. And it's in His name we give our lives and this hour Bless us to worship Him acceptably that it might come up into Thy presence and be a proper way and a proper form of glory and a proper smelling incense in Thy nostrils toward Him. May the Lamb of God be glorified this day. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.